Welcome to Hop On Calls, a short, tactical, and practical podcast for outbound sales professionals looking to level up their game by learning from actual cold calls that I make every week live on LinkedIn. My name is Kevin Hop, and I'm all about helping outbound sales professionals hone their craft and build high quality pipelines. Let's dive right in and see what we can learn in this episode. Hey, uh, this is Kevin with Silver Sky. Is this Jonathan? Yep. Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. How are you doing today? Doing good, thanks. Fantastic. I know I caught you kind of out of the blue here. Do you have a second to, to have a cool conversation? Sure. What's it about? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so I, I'm with a company called Silver Sky. Uh, we help businesses like yours develop a proactive cybersecurity posture. And I, I totally understand, you know, I'm not introducing something that's a brand new concept to you. Everybody's doing something for cybersecurity today, but we're actually hearing a lot of consistent challenges when in, uh, when folks talk about what they're doing for cybersecurity around a few different areas. Um, mostly the visibility that folks have into their existing cybersecurity program or the bandwidth of their internal staff to handle things like remediation, respond to threats on time. Any of these kind of resonate with you? We do, but we've already, honestly, we've got everything sorted and I'm not looking yep. for any services or anything. So I appreciate your time. Don't make cool sense. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, can I ask real quick? So when you, uh, when you say you have everything sorted, do you outsource your cybersecurity to another vendor or do you guys have an internal security operations team? It's internal. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. You know, uh, the last guy that I spoke to, I was actually speaking to someone 10 minutes ago. Um, I, I mentioned, uh, I said, hey, you know, as an internal person trying to run a cybersecurity organization, as well as IT responsibilities and everything else, you know, do you do you ever wish you were an octopus and you had eight different arms to handle everything that's going on at once? Uh, I mean, what, what about you? Do you ever think that it would be nice if you had eight different arms? Uh, you know what? I think you may have called me already once before because I've heard that sales line <laughs> before. <laughs> You've heard that line before? Someone actually brought up the octopus question yeah. before? Uh, no, I'll tell you, I'm, I think you called me once before. Okay, okay. I don't show my records that I've ever spoken to you, so I don't know if it was me, but probably a pretty remarkable cold call that you remember it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, so it was either a colleague or it was yourself, or I don't know, but I... I said the exact same thing to whoever called me before. We're you know we're not interested in any other services right now. Totally, totally, and that that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the the funny thing is like if you were interested, you probably would reach out to me instead of me having right. to reach out to you, right? So so part right. of what what I do is I try to have conversations about what is going on and uncover. You know, the only reason you'd ever think about looking at something else is if you had a business challenge or if you saw what we did as a valuable solution that could potentially plug into what you're doing today, right? Um, the the one thing that I do want to ask you about, and I don't I don't know if I talked about this last time I called or, or whoever did, but the thing that we do very differently is we we acquired a technology company called Cybraix. Um, it's MXDR technology, so it's an evolution on the concept of traditional MDR. Uh, we are the only company in the world with this platform um, uses artificial intelligence to go beyond physical endpoints. Do you guys use a traditional MDR vendor today, by chance? We have Dark Trace and Dark Cyber AI. Dark Trace, fantastic. Yeah, a lot of our best customers actually had Dark Trace as well. 
Um, would you be open-minded to learning about what we do differently in Dark Trace? Honestly, I don't have the time right now. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, okay, well, in, in that case, I, I might follow up with you here in like 90 days, not anytime soon. Uh, maybe it might be a better time to have that high-level conversation. I'm not promising anything, honestly. We, the way I work is I go out for the product. I, I appreciate you guys just doing your sales job, but I get yeah. these calls. I get five of these calls a day. And yeah, five a day. And do they all talk about octopuses when they call you? No, but it's all cybersecurity related. And, you know, we've got it. Like I said, we've got a pretty good handle on it internally. And I'm not looking for any additional services right now. Right on. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to, I'm going to do the right thing, which is to let you go without trying to badge you for a meeting once again. I'll, I'll uh, ride off into the sunset and maybe talk about octopuses with you another time. Does that work? All right. That sounds good. All right, Jonathan. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> I don't think that I've spoken with this guy before. He was pretty insistent that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, Kixie would have kicked him out if I like, so the way Kixie set up, like it won't call him again if he's, uh, if I disposition it and I disposition every call. So that was interesting. So the biggest thing that I was hit with there is I'm not looking for anything at the moment. I'm not interested. Right. So then I, I go with the, the, the age old, the one that I love, which is like, yeah, of course you're not interested. You would have called me. Um, at which point we got into it a little bit and what he's actually using for cybersecurity. At the end of the day, if someone has something that they're doing today, they have a solution in place, and there's no problems with it. The only thing that could get them to take a meeting is that they think that they're missing out on the party, right? Like the idea that like, hey, I, I'm, you know, I have a CRM today, but what does your CRM do differently? You know what I mean? The, the, the different nature of what it is. And that's kind of why I drew this diamond, right? Like if I were you, I'd just talk about diamonds all day. It's what you guys do differently than any other vendor out there. So it can seed a little bit of that like kind of FUD nature. You know what FUD stands for, Dom? No, I don't. What is FUD, it? baby. FUD. It's the old school way of selling. And I'm not a huge fan of it. But when used properly, it's a really, really, uh, really, really good, solid basis for having sales conversations. It stands for fear uncertainty and doubt fud selling it's old school right so old school uh old school sales methodologies are all about making people you know scared of what might happen and so that a lot of the sales gurus a lot of sales ecosystem doesn't preach this kind of selling at all anymore because it's you know kind of kind of slimy sometimes but i like the middle of the FUD, the best, instead of fear and doubt, I want to try and see if I can make someone who's certain about their solution think that they're uncertain about their mm-hmm. solution. All right? Just, just think like, well, huh, I don't have that. What do you do differently? Yeah. Right? So that's why I did, I use a lot of feature language. I said, hey, it's MXDR. It's a, you know, it's, it goes beyond physical endpoints. And that might make him think, well, my traditional MDR vendor doesn't do that. Now, what could I get with that? Right. So, FUD, man, FUD, fear. Fud, yeah. 
I, I agree 100%. I mean, as SDRs, you know, BDRs, it's not just the uh, the goal to create some demand. It's uh, really just to ask the right questions and and see if there is a way there you can make their process better in any way or, you know, give them something extra that they don't currently have, right? So we have to ask questions constantly to figure it out. Totally. But one of the other things that, you know, it's so important. By the way, I, I just clicked go, so I'm back in the queue. One of the other yes, things, uh, shout out to... Ajinkya, how we doing? How we doing? <laughs> That's my guy right there. Yeah, big fan. Um, one of the things that like is tough about the nature of being an SDR is like before you go make a, a call on this list, like just know no one's interested. They're not interested. Yeah. Right. So now that we know that you're not interested, let's try to have a conversation. And the conversation should always be about one of two things. The two things are business problems. So, Dom. Yep. Tell me. What's the most unique thing you've done as an SDR to get a meeting? <laughs> While we wait. Most unique yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, really put me on the spot there. Um, let me think for a second. The most unique thing. So I'll tell you the story of the most unique meeting I ever got. Yeah, let's hear it. So uh, you ever heard of a company called Sendoso? I have not. No. Sendoso is a sending platform. You can like, send physical things to people. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've raised like a bajillion dollars in venture capital. They're actually a really big company. And back in the day, the co-founder of Sendoso was a guy named Braden. He started a company called Coffee Sender. And I came across this in 2015 and said, oh, sick. I can send very easily in an email to any prospect a $5 Starbucks card. Mm -hmm. So I used my own money. I asked my, I asked my manager first. I said, hey, can, can when I get some budget to do this? And he's like, no. Like, I'm not going to pay for someone's coffee. It was a silly idea, considered a silly idea. Yeah. So I used $25 of my own money, got five gift cards, digital gift cards, and sent out all five. And I got two meetings from it. So people actually took the meeting to learn about what we were doing because I had an interesting message, but I also gave them $5 to Starbucks. So it's not a bad incentive. Yeah, not a bad incentive. Um, overall, I'm not a huge fan of like paying people to get into meetings. But what's mm. what's interesting there is I went out and found that. No one told me to do it, right? And took the initiative, spent my own money, uh, and made some money. Because like the, the the thing that like thing that I, I always scratch my head is like why why wouldn't you if you get paid a hundred dollars or hundred dollars for setting a meeting, mm -hmm. why wouldn't you spend five dollars to get that hundred dollars? You know? Yeah, no, yeah, you're like absolutely that. right. I tried doing a couple of things like that before. Um, I didn't get anywhere with with the money, with giving gift cards and stuff like that. I do remember though, I <laughs> one of my first ones as an SDR, I made a video um, of me shooting a basketball and I still have it on my desktop here. And basically we have a basketball hoop in the office. It's a little tiny one with tiny oh. balls. I said to the, on the video, I said to the prospect, hey prospect, if I make this in, you take a meeting. If I don't, then I will leave you alone for the rest of your life. So I photoshopped it or video shopped it, whatever you want to call it. Uh, where you could like clearly tell my hand was like pushing the ball into the hoop. <laughs> and then I said, Oh, I guess I made it. You know, you might as well take a meeting now. Um, hey, and Randall? hey, Randall, how are you? Kevin here. Uh, he hung up. Sorry about that. <laughs> so you photoshopped it so like you you're you were like putting the ball into the hoop. Yeah. So the video was literally it was a normal video at first, and then you could clearly 
see my fingertips just like slowly guiding the ball into the hoop. And then at the end, it was a. Hello? All right. One of, no, it was one of those voicemails. They say the first name and then they pause for a second and don't say anything. Uh, yeah, but um, I sent that out <laughs> and uh, they, the prospect laughed at it. They thought it was funny. We had a conversation. I didn't get the meeting in the end, but I mean, it was one of my first months as an SDR. So I, I don't know what I was expecting. Really just putting it out there to test it out. Hey, Matt, it's Dom calling from Cognizum. Is this a good time? Uh, it's not, Dom. No worries at all, Matt. I know it's the middle of the day here. I don't want you to take you away from your work. Uh, when's a better time I could reach back out, have a more in-depth conversation? Uh, what's this about? Do you have, you know, maybe a minute to speak? Again, I don't want to take you away from your day. Yeah, just I have a second. Yeah, what's a, what's going yeah, on? I'll give you the, the brief. I'll give you the spark no version of it. Um, but pretty much, you know, I'm reaching out to you uh, because here at Cognizant, we're working with a lot of sales leaders, um, and you know we're helping to provide validated mobile contact data. Uh, so I assume you guys are using something like ZoomInfo at the moment, right? Uh, no, I work for a huge company, man, and we have all of our own proprietary stuff. Of course, no, no I, I hear you. <laughs> I saw you guys on LinkedIn. It is pretty, uh, pretty big there. Uh, maybe you, you could help me out. Just put me in the right direction here. I was looking to speak to somebody that was maybe heading up a team of reps doing their outbound calls, um, or maybe even, even somebody in marketing that's trying to refresh some uh, MQL data that's coming in that may be inaccurate. <laughs> I wish I'm. I'm just a peon. I'm one of a hundred thousand employees. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sure who that would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I totally get it, man. No worries at all. By any chance, are you the one making the cold calls yourself? No, I'm not. No. I work with partners, okay. so no. Partners. Got it. Yeah, yeah, well, I won't take up too much more of your time here, uh, but I appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. Take right. care. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, not my ideal ICP. Works in partners. Some of these enterprise titles are a bit wonky, so you got to make sure you read their bios. There you go. I like how defensive you are at the beginning of the call. Like you, you call the way that I teach people to call, which is to be very defensive of time and to avoid mm -hmm. that like gut reaction of "Oh, I'm not interested." Or, blah, blah, blah. Like you're very defensive with the with, with the prospects. Yeah, and that leads to a lot better conversations. Well, this guy said, you know, once I I did my intro, he said, um, I, I don't have time. What's up? And I was like, oh, well, if you don't have time, you know, then I'll just let you go then. And he was like, well, tell me what this is about. And so I yeah. said, well, do you have a minute? We can chat here. He's like, sure. What's up? <laughs> I'm so busy right now. I so can't busy. talk. What is this about? Talk to me. <laughs> I can't talk. Talk to me. So let me ask you about this. What are your thoughts on voicemails? Voicemails. So I actually... If it's completely cold and I have nothing to talk about with the person, um, I won't do a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, but if it is a follow-up, if it's gotten to like a warm lead, yeah. um, and obviously there's something there to say, I will absolutely leave a voicemail. I saw a template on LinkedIn not too long ago, and basically it was say, uh, don't say your name first. Say, hey, I just gave you a call. No need to reply. Uh, no need to call me back. I actually just sent you over an email with a subject line blank, right? Whatever it is. Uh, feel free to hit me back up on there. And whenever you get a chance, this is Dom from Cognizant. So I've been using that um, a lot more. Before when I first started being an SDR, I was just saying, hey, this is Dom from Cognizant. You know, I, I know I couldn't get you here. Just wanted to see it would be a good time to, to chat. You know, 
meh, could work. Uh, but I've been seeing a lot more opens on my emails from that voicemail. So that's why I stick to it. So you mentioned that the voicemail points to an email. That's the way I teach it as well. So uh, it should the voicemail itself. I think the number one mistake people make with voicemail is thinking that your sales voicemail is going to get someone motivated to call you back and have a sales conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I've I got into a, a, a uh, ideological argument with a past employer or a past boss of mine. Let's put it that way around yeah. the idea of. He thought that you know every sales rep should leave a voicemail every time, and when they do, they should say like, "This is Kevin with da, 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 my phone number is da 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 da," and then repeat it twice. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a one minute long voicemail on a cold call. And we did this whole campaign, and I said, "Look, I, I promise you, if you if we have the reps do that, that no one's going to get a call back." And they wasted all his time doing it, and I was right, and he was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, but. uh yeah, voicemails are really good in terms of multi-threading to get people to look at emails. But the point of a voicemail is not to get a callback, which is actually kind of counterintuitive because if you call your buddy, right? If you're calling your mom or you're calling your friend, the point of your voicemail is to get a callback. But sales is just different, right? Like cold outbound sales is different. And if you understand the nature of cold outbound sales, then it can be a lot... Uh, you can be more efficient with your time. Because uh, time is the only thing that we all have a fixed amount of, the exact same amount of. Absolutely. Speaking of time, my guy, it is time for us to stop cold calling live. Everybody, please tune in to the podcast. Hop on calls anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever you're doing, you can find hop on calls there. Dom, my man, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Kevin. It's been a blast. It's been a good time. And everybody, I'll see you next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Cheers. See ya. And that's all we got for today's episode of Hop On Calls, powered by Kixie. Be sure to tune into the live recordings every Tuesday on LinkedIn. We'd love to have your comments, reactions, questions. It's a really good learning environment for anyone that is looking to do outbound sales better. If your organization is actively focusing on this, feel free to reach out to me, Kevin Hop, on LinkedIn or go to hopconsultinggroup.com. I'll see you next time. Cheers.